This episode of the Tuesday Special Podcast is brought to you by Cabarrus Brewing Company. Cabarrusbrewing.com, 325 McGill Avenue in Concord, North Carolina. The best beer from here. Check them out. Cabarrus Brewing Company. Cabarrusbrewing.com. Everything you said, they already knew, more or less. Well, here's something that you didn't know. Two of those special atomic bombs haven't gone off. Once again, Tuesday special podcast listeners and community. My name is Patrick. I'm your host. And yeah, I'm recording this right now during Hurricane Florence. So I'm, I'm from the Charlotte, North Carolina area, and we didn't get hit as hard as the east of the state did. But uh, we got a lot of rain, some wind, some trees down, some power outage. Uh, yeah, and so if you hear rumblings in the background or anything shaking or the studio shaking, then uh, that's the hurricane. That's what it is. Uh, but this episode of the podcast is with one of my good friends, Jeff Higgins. Uh, Jeff is a special person to me. Me and Jeff were friends in high school. We're friends a little bit after high school, but didn't become really good friends until uh, probably, I don't know, I can't put a time scale, but a slightly, like a little bit after high school. We were acquaintances in high school, and then we came, became really good friends. Jeff's got an interesting story. Jeff does a bunch of fun stuff. Uh, Jeff's a veteran of the military. Uh, Jeff brews his own beer. We know we spend a lot of time talking about that, and then we wrap it up with some WrestleCon talk. If you want to know WrestleCon is, check it out at WrestleCon.com. But, yeah, it's a great interview. Uh, I actually recorded this this uh, podcast episode on September 11th. So that was a week ago from today or when this podcast goes out. Uh, yeah, I recorded on September 11th because September 11th, and you'll find out when you listen to the episode, September 11th had a very significant impact on Jeff's life. And uh, I, won't, I won't spoil it for you. I'll let him tell you because I actually didn't even know what he tells me. I wanted to do September 11th because uh, he was he's, he was big in the military. He, was, uh, he, he did tours of Iraq, and I wanted and the significance of September 11th and going to war after that is right is right in line with his story. So that was the reason I chose to re- record or film Jeff's podcast episode on September 11th. Unbeknownst to me, the thing that he throws at me that made it that much more sentimental to him. So yeah, uh, that's enough from me. Uh, check out our sponsor, CabarrusBrewing.com. Uh, check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Patrick Price. Uh, check it out. If you can support, please support. If not, just uh, go leave a leave a review. I always screw this up. Leave a review on iTunes. Go to uh, YouTube. Watch the live show. Not really live show. Watch. Why did I say live? Not live. I'm so used to doing live podcasts. But watch the video version of the podcast. If you if that if that's your cup of tea. If you don't have anything to do, you can pop prop your phone up at work right there in front of you and just check it out and listen to it in your headphones while you're going through accounts and doing all the desk work that you might be doing, uh, or just listen to it on the ride home or on the road to somewhere. Just listen to the podcast, support it. Uh, thank you for always supporting it. And yeah, this is amazingly the usually quiet Jeff Higgins had a lot to say, and I'm glad he did because that made for a very, very fun and interesting podcast episode. So without further ado, this is my good friend, Jeff Higgins.
We were in the man cave at Casa de Higgins. You know, I was Castle thought, Higgins. I was thinking about that a little bit ago. I don't know what to call this place. Castle Higgins. Castle Higgins. Nah. nah well, oh, I mean, this is this is the official place for Higgins bra, right? Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a, home, a, a football home. watching place, a beer brewing place, a, lots of beer drinking place. Uh, what should we call it? Not Castle Higgins. I like Castle Higgins. We'll figure uh, it out. We'll, we'll figure it. Hold out. on, we need to figure this out now. Oh, what 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 do, what do Panthers? We're we're both Panther fans, huge Panther fans. What do Panthers live in? <laughs> I was thinking they live in a lair, but they're not evil villains. <laughs> Is it a den? A, the den, yeah. The den. Panthers den, the Panthers lair. Mm. I like I like lair. Would you? Is that what you said? Yeah, it sounds like we're we're an evil villain though, living in a lair, threatening to kill Batman. The pounded zone. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's going to be the name of it. The pounded zone. What do you think? No. We'll figure it out. Keep that, pounding. It'd be a working name. We can we can work with that. <laughs> the house of keep the house that keeps pounding. The house of pound it. I don't I don't, I don't no. know. No, no. Keep just and every time somebody new walks in, you just say keep pounding. Keep pounding. Go Panthers. <laughs> Keep pounding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, this is the Tuesday special podcast that Jeff has not heard yet, but now he's on an episode. And this is my good friend, uh, Jeff Higgins, a.k.a. Jimmy Waxall. For those that were... Do you want to tell the origin story? Do you know the origin story from Jimmy Waxall? I remember it. I do. I do. We were. Uh, we had a friend that moved down to Orlando area tampa tampa florida area and he was down there about six months not to be named here well uh Ryan. He, <laughs> so he he, he was gonna move back so yep. uh he enlisted our help and uh nick aka rick dynasty mm-hmm. patrick yep. aka i, don't I mean it's Malcolm Millennium was Malcolm Millennium. I was that was the I, name back then. I was thinking Big Dave, but is now is yeah. now turned into Big Dave. And then me, I got the name Jimmy Waxall. Um, I, you know, I, I I don't know how the names came about. I, I knew when they came about because we spent nine hours, ten hours riding yeah. to to Florida after work. Like <laughs> we left at like what five thirty p.m. Oh and, yeah, easily. And Easily, after work North, in a in a rented Camry. Yeah, we rented a White car Camry. because we were going to be driving a U-Haul van back. Yep. Well, I didn't. I got to ride in the car. I, me and Nick were in the U-Haul. <laughs> but, this uh, is documented somewhere. The the kicker of the story is, you know, well, no, well, I, I, I don't want to skip that far. So we make it down to, I believe it's Orangeburg, South Carolina. Yes, yes. Which is right off of 26, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and... There's a gas station there that I, you know, if I if I need to stop, I go to Savannah quite a bit, and that's that's about, you know, if you need to take a take a take a piss break or something. Yeah. So, what is it about ten o'clock? No, no, it's not that late. It's about eight nine o'clock. Yeah. So I'll probably. You keep talking. I don't care if you can hear this fan. I'm gonna turn this fan back on because okay, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have a heat stroke. <laughs> so uh, Nick uh, Rick Dynasty is, is he gets out of the car. Patrick's pumping gas. He starts doing magic tricks to the people that are uh, standing next to us. They're also pumping oh, gas, so and, and they get a kick out of it, man. They are they're eating that up. So then we all go in and we'll go in and pay, get some drinks and shit for the road. Can I cuss on this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
So we, we, we get some snacks. You'll give me my first parental advisory sticker. <laughs> and, 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 uh, and if you're if you're listening on the podcast, I apologize for the hum in the background. That's the fan. But it is deathly hot in here. If we don't have that, we're we're gonna fall out. We're pre hurricane right now. <laughs> but you know what? We're documenting our death. We, we are. Rolling, yes. So. Uh, Nick Nick starts doing comedy to uh, magic. Like, magic, not comedy. Magic. Magic. magic, yeah, magic tricks to the uh, woman at the counter. Mm-hmm. And so he he writes like a, a phrase down, a number down. He writes a number down to a woman at a gas station at nine o'clock at night. He wrote it in the car. He wrote it in the car. Yeah. So, but he 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 tells the woman he's like, I'm gonna write, I'm gonna put a number, I'm gonna write a number down on a piece of paper. And I want you to look at the number. Look at the number. Don't tell me what it is. And I'm gonna guess what it is. I'm gonna guess what the number. And is. she no no she didn't get that first part because he had written it down already yeah. right so. Now, now now this is a gas station nine o'clock at night, not in the most populated area of town. Not in the best part of town. Not in the best part of town either. He writes nine one one on the paper. On the paper, um, and the woman you know is looking at it. She and then he he guesses it and she goes. She's like hysterical, like yeah, like she's eating it up, <laughs> and didn't get the fact that he already wrote it down and he saw said it. in the joke I wrote and, it I wrote it earlier today and yeah the nine one one thing I mean if it was somebody serious they might have thought you were trying to rob them or something that's what yeah. I was getting at but good times good times then 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 now we're heading to the kicker of the story well we also picked up some Johnny Bootlegger at that same <laughs> yeah. BP gas station what, what flavor Burks. was it. We got green apple and, green gra- apple. and grape. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. We, we we keep we keep going. Uh, we stop. I think somewhere else in Florida. It doesn't matter. Jacksonville's I, I, beautiful at night. Yeah, it is. I remember that. We we did stop some that gas station in BFE, Florida. It was uh, Rick Dynasty also did magic tricks there. It, would, it, it, it was a lot later, so the guy wasn't as uh, he wasn't like. He didn't get as excited as the women yeah. over there yeah. in Orangeburg. I don't, I don't know that anybody's gotten more excited about magic than that girl in Orangeburg, South no, they, Carolina. They, they, Nick's they magic, it. I should say. And uh, so we get down to Brandon, Florida, right out north of Tampa. Can't believe you remember that. Our friend was. I thought I well, always thought it was Tampa. It's, it's Tampa's about thirty minutes away. Okay. Brandon, we, um, our buddy was supposed to have everything packed up, mm-hmm. you know, so we can. You know, wake up, throw everything in a truck, and have a nice rest of the weekend drive back. We're going to go to Siesta Key, mm-hmm. somewhere like that. We'll, we'll get to that in a sec. Uh, <laughs> you going you to tell all the stories? Uh, maybe not. Maybe. Yeah, we can. So, we get down there at, at, what, 3 in the morning, give or take? Like 5. I want to say it was 5. Our buddy is drunk off, drunk out of his gourd. Yeah, playing. Playing, playing video games in his underwear. <laughs> Has hasn't packed a fucking thing. <laughs> so true. He had boxes, but he didn't. He didn't. He, yeah, he, he didn't, didn't unfold them. He didn't load, yeah, yeah, they were all stacked up in the corner. And he's <laughs> like, "You guys want something to eat?" We show up at five o'clock. I'm like, "I think I want some sleep. I'm gonna lay down and sleep." Yeah. But oh, good times. Yes. I still didn't tell. That how, was, I still didn't say how we got our names, but I don't remember. Nick just gave it to us. Like, I think Nick started doing the names when we started doing. Like podcast, we had nothing better to talk about for nine hours. So. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember. I couldn't tell you the, anything we talked about on the way down there. I don't know either. I remember Nick thinking there was a storm that was going to kill us in the U-Haul on the way back. Well, we we went through some crazy. I, I hear something else. I remember about that. So we stopped at a Popeyes on the way back. 
<laughs> and uh, we, I remember we, you this. know, uh, me, me and Ryan are in the car. We get our food. Nick and Patrick are in the, in the, the U-Haul. In the U-Haul, following us. <laughs> and uh, Nick gets like a. I mean, it's not Put a the bu- two biggest it, guys it, it, in the U-Haul. It's not a bucket of chicken, and some, he got like a two-piece meal with some mashed potato, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, he realizes when they're going down the road, he, they didn't give him a spoon. So like uh, we hear over the phone, right? Well, calls, first off. He opens the thing and there's like six pieces of chicken. Oh, they gave him the wrong, the wrong six pieces uh, of chicken, thing, yeah. uh, some mashed potatoes, and I want to say some rice. So that was totally the wrong and thing. Totally the wrong order. This was the most incompetent Popeyes. I don't know where it was in South Carolina. I couldn't tell you. But yeah, the most incompetent people. At it this was Popeyes. raining sideways. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. And yeah, and then I'll let you finish. So, uh, I, I don't know. I guess we were bored because we were talking on the phone back and forth, right? Yeah. And Nick's like, I don't have a spoon, so. He starts eating. He, he starts eating his mashed potatoes with a, with a clean, cleaned off chicken bone. <laughs> the chicken I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, shit. <laughs> that's amazing. So, uh, even though this this is gonna be released to Patreon next Monday, but to uh, the world, the rest of the world, next Tuesday. But today, while we're recording this, it's nine eleven, and I said I said in the intro that you're a veteran. Yeah, the U.S. Man. Army. Yep. And you, do you mind talking about this? No, no, I'm good. And you joined the Army three days after 9/11, 2001. Yeah, I do. Can you take us through that process. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, um. We had. So I don't know why the first thing that popped in my head, but I had no thoughts of ever joining the Army. We had, our, We went to South Orion High School, mm-hmm. and uh, we had an ROTC there. I wasn't in ROTC. I had no desire. They wore. They had to wear their uniforms. Every Wednesday, and I didn't want to yeah. do that. I was I, I was there, freshman <laughs> year. I wore my uniform. Oh, you were in ROTC. Yeah, my freshman year. I don't know why. I, I, I passed out standing at attention. Never. You locked your knees. I did. Yeah. <laughs> How I many really, people did you see pass out in the army, standing at attention? Uh, did it ever happen? Yeah, it happens. It, but it didn't really happen except for at chain command. So let me ex- briefly explain that. So, like a. Uh, Post commander, post commander's leaving or something like that. Mm-hmm. He's the guy over the whole damn post. Gotcha. Well, they have a big ceremony, obviously, and and there and there are smaller ones than that that happen. But oh, this is just an example. Okay. So my first duty station was Fort Irwin in the middle of the desert, California, mm-hmm. not far from Death Valley. Hotter than blazes out there. Well, the only place they could have the change commands was on the helipad, like the big the big ass blacktop next to the hospital where all the oh. helicopters. So. Summertime, cool. blacktop. I think they did it at like two thirty in the afternoon. I don't. How long know. the ceremonies last? Thirty, forty-five minutes. Jesus but you got a bunch Christ. of guys out there standing at a, standing at parade rest, which is you know you're standing up basically straight with your hands behind your back, you know. Mm-hmm. But they, you know, and then there's there's practice for these things too. So you just don't go out there and do it. You know, they they practice marching, they practice everybody yeah. lining up, so everything looks good for camera and everything. But they tell everybody, don't lock your knees. Yeah. People do it. I mean, oh, people, yeah. people people get tired. People and yeah, so as soon as you know it, people start falling out. I used to like I had slightly baggy pants, so I'd do the like where you bend your knees like yeah. back and forth to try to keep me from locking them. That day it didn't happen. How long do you make it before you? What were you doing? Just oh, we were. It was a uniform inspection. Ah. And they were just going like da 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 da, and I just like I was young and stupid, and I just stood there and I locked my knees because I was getting tired. And I would, dude, it was a, it's, it's a, it's a hilarious story because I woke up like looking up at people. I've only passed out maybe two times in my, I've gotten knocked out and I passed out. And, uh, I woke up looking up at people 
and they pick me up and they take me in a little ROTC room. They give me some water. They're fanning me and all this, and I took my jacket off. Well, apparently this guy, I can't, Scott something, I can't remember the last name. He passed out because he saw me pass out. Like, it's like so, people seeing blood. Yeah, they so it freaked him out. out. He yeah. passed out. And I remember them bringing him in, like, on my arm, and he was still kind of out of it. He was white as a ghost. And he was like this right here. Wasn't Scott Merritt, was it? No, 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 oh, no. That's the only one I, I saw. Wish. I remember it was uh, Scott. God, I can see his face. I can't remember his name. But, uh, but yeah, dude, it was, it was. And from that point on, I never locked my knees. But that, I, I liked ROTC. It was fun. I had no idea you were in ROTC. My freshman year of high school. Learned something new every day, guys. That was the only time. <laughs> but anyway, to continue our story, uh, yeah, sorry. yeah, never, never in my life did I ever imagine that. Well, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do, you know, after high school. Hell, I still don't know what I want to do. But make beer. Yeah, I said, oh, they, but you got to have money to make money, right? True, true. Um, any, any of you guys out there, investors, we got some good recipes. Mm-hmm. Patrick, you got Patrick's info, I'm sure. Uh, anyway, <laughs> you can email me at dpatrickprice.com. So, .gmail.com, sorry. I was going to RCCC. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as we all did. As we all did, just didn't, you know, going there. Uh, so we started, yeah, probably for about a month, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I, I wasn't at school yet. I was up. I was watching TV when it happened. And, and yeah. you know, every single channel. And rightfully so, during that time, as soon as it happened, they yeah. flipped over to it. And then I obviously didn't go to school that day. I sat there and watched it. And uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what happened. I started thinking about stuff. And it sounded like a good idea at the time. And I, I wouldn't change it. Wouldn't change anything. Yeah. We, the, what's oh, the, crazy. The, the, the crazier story was I didn't tell my parents. I didn't, tell, I didn't tell anybody. It did come out of the blue. I remember that. I didn't tell anybody until it was a few days, probably a week before was this I was bef- supposed Did to you leave. join before Nick and Joe or after? I don't know. I think they may have joined in high school. I no, think no, they no. joined right after, like during summer. Because I remember that summer. I think it was after them, That summer yeah. was when we did all the backyard wrestling stuff. So and the, then like, that, they were leaving in August. Subliminally, that, that might have had something to do with it. I, I, I don't remember that part. but yeah. um, I, I think they joined before I did, but... I didn't tell anybody that I was leaving or even join the military. Yeah. Until like a week ahead of time. And then Yeah, it, it kinda took my I remember pa- I remember I don't you, know why I, I did that either. I don't but. I think Ryan told me, I don't think you did. Because me and you didn't get close till later. But I think I remember Ryan telling me like Jeff's going into the military. Like he leaves like Monday. And I was like, What? He leaves Monday? And it's just like gone. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, everybody was pretty taken back, but I mean, I, I made a decision and yeah. like I said, I wouldn't change did it. Did well? Man. Yeah, I did, did real well. The, Hell, uh, a lot of times I wish I'd have stayed in. I mean, now you say it now. I mean, if I'd have stayed in, I had 17 years in. True. And I'd be retiring in three years, but. Yeah, but yeah. you wouldn't have got to do all the other Hindsight's cool stuff. 2020, yeah. man. Hindsight's you got a good job. Yeah. You got it, this building. Oh, yeah. We were living. The keep pounding an auditorium. <laughs> We call it something different every time I talk That's about it. That's going to be the gimmick of it. This is called yeah. something different. Yeah, that, that might be it. Like, it has no name. We just call it something different yeah. every, every time we come out here. The, uh, what's crazy is when, all, when 9-11 happened, I was at Rowan Cabarrus in class. And somebody came up to class and was, and was like, listen, class is dismissed. 
uh, something terrible has happened. If you want to see what happened, you can go down to the student lounge. Remember the student lounge was in the basement in the back? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh. So I go down and uh, I go down to the student lounge and like, and everybody's in there just watching this. And this yeah. was, this was after the first plane hit. And I was like, I don't want to see this. Like that's, that's my mindset is I don't want to watch these. Like, Cause this is when people were jumping out of the buildings. But it was so and this and that, it was and just so captivating and grabbed your attention. Yeah, you, you it was like I was stuck to it. It's like watching yeah. a movie. So yeah. I, I made the conscious conscious decision that I was going to leave and go to my girlfriend at the town's apartment, which was up in University area of Charlotte. When I drove up there, that is when the second plane had hit, and then I just sat at her apartment and watched it all happen. Yeah, and yeah, that's oh, crazy. Crazy. 17 years, man. Today, well, but today is the anniversary of it, but, uh, you know, so it was, I guess, 17 that's, years yeah. today. That's what I was getting at, but uh, it might not have been exactly on a Tuesday. I don't know. But. The, I don't know, but yeah. It's wild. Yeah. So you enjoyed the military? I mean, well, I'm sure there's good and bad in everything. That's, so. what I, that's what I always tell people. Yeah, I, I did enjoy it, but, you know, just like everything else, there's good stuff and there's bad stuff. Mm hmm. You know, the bad stuff, the, the, the good outweighed the bad. You know what terrified me of the yeah. military? Not going to battle or anything like that. Basic training. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 all I could think about, because when Joe and Nick joined, I was like, that might be, because I, I listening, where, where, listening where, where, to. Joe you know, went, where did Joe, where did they get the basic training at? Do you know? I have no idea. Oh, never mind. They, I don't know. I know Joe was stationed in louisiana yeah Polk. and i don't know where nick traveled a good bit i know he was at campbell for a little while yeah the uh you need another beer uh here in a little bit the like after joe and nick joined so i think they did they, i know they did join like in that summer of 2001 after they joined i was like man this seems like and i and i still to this day regret that i didn't go in but just because of the experiences and the travel that i've talked about with you and nick and joel and some of the other friends that were in the military but all I could think about was being at basic training, like seeing movies, like Full Metal Jacket, and all these <laughs> other movies. Like, uh, go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go full spectrum. Full Metal Jacket are in the army now. Yeah, that's, that's way too different. Yeah, yeah, two different ones. But, but yeah. seeing it and being like, I'm dead from working, from doing running or push-ups or whatever, and I can't, like, I can't stop because this guy's telling me I have to keep going, and that was a fear in my head that that basically kept me from joining the military because, because theoretically, if you think about it right out of high school and this might not be why you did it, why you joined or other people joined, but some people join like this guaranteed money. Yeah. It's almost like a four year contract with, with the only like theoretically, the only bad option of that contract is you might have to go to battle and go to war, you know, but that's in, in before all that went down and, and like, Unlike when you signed up, when yeah. you signed up, it's like expecting this is, this, to go. Yeah, we're you know. going. I'm going. But and to most people, when they sign up, they're I, I assume because I, I'm only speaking from when I've been when I've talked to people that have joined because I've never experienced it. When they when they join, it's like okay, it's guaranteed money. It's I can serve my country. There's a lot of people that join. I want to take that piece out of it. There's a lot of people that join because they want to serve their con- com- their country or they have a lineage in military. Like yeah, their yeah. grandfather was in there. Their dad was in there. Their mother was in there. Um, family, it's a family thing. Uh, but a lot of people join because it's guaranteed money. It's like a contract. It's a four-year contract of guaranteed money. 
I have my housing pay- taken care of. Yeah, everything. Taken and care when of and much, most yeah. of the time, the back back in two thousand one, I don't know now. I don't know now because I don't have anybody any friends that are in. But uh, it's like and you party all the time on the weekends. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So it's not a bad gig, and if you, unless you have to go to war, and then that's like I, that's I, like zero to a hundred. I expected that going in because yeah. I joined right after this. So. Oh yeah, I joined. So I joined right after nine eleven. So I expected that. Yeah, I'll take one. And <laughs> you were talking about basic. So I joined. I joined as an infantryman too. So that you know that that's front lines. You know, we're kicking in, you know, kicking in doors, taking names. That's yeah. That's that's, that's what I wanted to, get to do, down and, and dirty. that's what we did. I mean, that's uh, but you know the damn thing of it is, I joined three days after nine eleven, expecting to go to war. I didn't actually. It was probably five years till I before I actually went over there. Really? Yeah. I didn't know it was that long. Yeah. How long were you in? total eight how many tours you do uh one well very long one one okay yeah that's wild i couldn't imagine it's just you know it's kind of the the roll of the dice like i just got i got stationed at a training unit you know so we were at fort Irwin. we were we were the trainers so we the units before they went overseas come out there. Yeah, they either go there or they go to Polk, you know. And then we, we, we're, we play the bad guys. We dressed up as Russians. Ah, uh, um, I bet that was fun though. It was it was very fun. And then we we did you, we, guys, did you use paintballs? No. Would you uh, just like laser tag laser, lasers? Thing? Yeah, you wear you wear these little laser gimmick things on your head. It's got these sensors. I mean, it's just like like laser tag. It's like laser tag at the place, but. The, with the best, but, with the best, with the best possible stuff, and then we're, oh. we're actually still using uh, M16s, but um, you're firing blanks, and when you fire blanks, you have a laser adapter on. You have a, yeah. So it shoots every time you oh, fire a blank, it shoots the laser shit? out. No, no. And then you, I still like uh, firing blanks, like firing gun. Being all the vehicles have the stuff on them too. Really. Everything is a part of it, yeah. So you can. So fire, it's like it's like basic. It's basically Call of Duty. You in have real life. simulated rocket launchers that are that shoot lasers out and they could take out a vehicle that's got lasers receptacle things on it. and does the vehicle just shut down completely well they have lights on them oh so the light goes off like a little um you know like uh you'd see a big combine or on a truck a flashing light an orange flashing light that means that means you're dead what happens when you get hit it starts beeping and then it just keeps beeping you just lay down yeah, it, well, it, I mean, it keeps beeping, and then they give you, like, those little casualty cards so you keep it in your pocket, so you pull it out when you get shot, you know, you get shot and you're... Gotcha. Like, oh, ulti- like ultimate well, humiliation. But, well, well, but you find... So it's, it's still part of the training, so the casualty card, you pull it out and say, oh, I got shot in the leg, so the medics come over and start practicing what they would do for oh, a okay. A gunshot wound to the leg. Even, even with the Russians? And they're all different. Like, even with the terrorists or Russians? Well, we you? were just dead, but oh, okay. the, the people that we were shooting at you know the that would the, be so much fun i did that for two years out there now did you do i know we've talked about the you did recruiting too was i got that, i got da selected to be a recruiter after that so that's that's another that's non-deployable was that was that before or that's before that's your after tour? california before iraq yeah okay so i got sent to so <laughs> I, I well i mean i got sent so you they give you three choices when you get done with recruiter school uh-huh. of where you want to go 
I picked Charlotte area, mm -hmm. Raleigh area, and Columbia, South Carolina. <laughs> they sent me to Cleveland, Col Ohio. <laughs> It's like, guys, did you even look at look at my paper? I think they did. They're just like, what? This fucked us over. But uh, yeah. no, so they actually got stationed in Youngstown. It was right in between Cleveland and Pittsburgh. So I know a lot of Browns and Pittsburgh fans. Yeah. And you know, so uh, I'll, I'll just go over to college football here. So this is why first thing that popped in my head. You know, we have everybody's passionate about their college sports around here, oh, yeah. right? But but there's so many teams in North Carolina. Yeah. Everybody's spread apart. Mm -hmm. Up there, you're either where I was at. You're either Michigan or Ohio State, and they gotcha. get in fucking fights on Saturdays. <laughs> it's like Alabama. Uh, yeah, it's like Alabama Auburn. It's like Al yeah. But here in North that's the only time I've experienced that. Is here, the here in the Carolinas, Auburn. we have so many teams. So everybody's like we're, we're state yeah. fans. There's a lot of Carolina fans. There's, there's Duke fans. Wake there's Forest Wake Forest fans. Whatever you know, Clemson. Yeah. yeah so they're they're all spread out. But. That's why we're and and we are. It's crazy because. You can go to, like I've, I've talked to I talked to my buddy Corey that lives in in Tuscaloosa. Uh, you can go to if the if wrestling? you can't well yeah, yeah yeah if if you go to you can go to NC NC State NC State or if you can't get tickets to that game you can go see them play Wake Forest at home or you can play Carolina in Chapel Hill or play Duke at their stadium yeah you know it's we're we're spoiled in our area. I mean, you can even go, and now we have a UNC Charlotte football. Yeah, they, they which they, I would I would have liked to do. App, yeah, app they, they got their ass kicked. I know. Yeah. App almost beat who? They almost beat the first. They week. beat Michigan. They beat couple, Michigan a few three, years like five like, years ago. Yeah, yeah it was longer um, than that. I think was it? No, they it almost beat somebody big last year. They almost beat somebody big this year. Oh, in the first week. Yeah, I don't know who. I can't I, remember, I can't who, it remember was. who it is either. But yeah, no, but they right. came back at the end and scored a touchdown and win. Yeah. Well, apps apps. They're, they're one. Have they're you ever been in their stadium? No. Dude, we, App, need to, we need to make a trip to Boone. App's 1A now. We need to make a trip, and I'll document it. Because I just, just, okay. For those of you watching this who don't go to the YouTube page, uh, just, just search. Uh, the YouTube page is Patrick Price, but just search Tuesday Special on YouTube, and it'll pull it up. Because I haven't, I don't have enough subscribers to get, or views to get my own channel URL thing. Right. But I just added all the Beer Bro TV stuff to it. We need to do some more of them. And I still have the, I st and I still have the New Orleans thing that I'm that I'm going to release. Got the shirt on, man. Yeah, that we. Port, Port so me Orleans and Jeff, brewing. me and Jeff, like had this idea of doing this thing called Beer Bro TV, and we'd go to we we did Beer of the Week, which we need to start doing again, which we need to do one. We with started you out doing the Saucer Nerds. Yeah, we started out doing yeah. Saucer Nerds, which is one then of my first podcasts the ever. They removed the effing couch from. Yeah, the yeah. So Flying Saucer Charlotte, I know there's a few of them. Flying Saucer Charlotte, if you would put the couch back in, we'll start up the Saucer Nerds podcast again. I still love that. I was thinking about that today. It's the crazy thing you think about when you have an hour commute each way. Yeah. Is I haven't been to the Flying Saucer in a while. I was, I was thinking about their effing pizza. Ooh. You know, because I, I get the it's the, only, you know, you it's the only place you can get a bratwurst on your pizza that, that I know you of. You got me on that. Because yeah. now whenever I go there, I get bratwurst and jalapenos. And I'm only about... 30 to 40 so, beers from getting my third plate. That's a Higgins special. Somewhere right the, around 35, I think. So, You know, truth, hold on. You know we're going to have a big party again when I have my third plate. Hell yeah. Dude, I remember, was it the first plate party? 
we, there's a podcast somewhere. I don't, it was it was on Saucer Nerds, and Saucer Nerds <laughs> still on iTunes. Yeah, it is. So if you want to listen to the Saucer Nerds podcast, there was I think we did like twenty or thirty. Dude, of them. we were hammered. Up yes, there that day. and we did just actually. You know what? I'm going to tag. Ryan I'm bought something tag, weird from the sex. I'm going to tag a link. I don't remember what it was in this podcast under, on the YouTube. <laughs> actually, and on the iTunes, I'm going to tag the link to our Saucer Nerds podcast episode. But uh, here, you here. are the you are the one that turned me on to craft beer. Am I wrong about that? No, I don't believe so. Going you because you invited me to saucer. Yeah. And I drink Red Oak. And right? Red Oak. That's Red still, Oak, that's still yeah. one of our favorites, oh, man. God. But there's a lot of good beers out Red there. Red Oak is the gateway beer from and, and Bud know, Light to craft beer. You know what? Uh, I've still never been to their brewery. I haven't either. We need and to they, go. They just opened up that new, uh, they got a big um, beer garden, not beer garden, let, but a new house, a new like beer yeah. house thing. Like let a, me know. Yeah. When you have a Friday off, well, I would have to take I would have to take said Friday off because I think they only do tours. I'll look into it. They only do it on Fridays. On Fridays we, at we, five we, o'clock. We already looked into that a while yeah. back. We just never did it. We need to. Yeah, we need to do this. This needs to happen. So, so this is where Jeff's level of beer knowledge has taken him. So Jeff turned me on to craft beer. And uh, then me, then I became with Jeff, who was already a, a craft beer connoisseur. I became a craft beer connoisseur. Hence, we are we are drinking uh, Legal Remedy Brewing's Double Indemnity Double IPA uh, tonight. Before we might end the podcast, could we end the podcast with tasting your yeah Oktoberfest? Okay, we're going to end the podcast with tasting what Jeff dubbed Higgins Brawl. Higgins Brawl 2018. Yes. Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest. And Higgins Brawl is uh the name that Jeff came up with. I did it's uh, there's and there's a I came up with a graphic for yeah. it. But there's a Facebook page if you want to look it up and follow it at Higgins Brawl. At Higgins Brawl and it's just a beer connoisseur in Jeff making craft beer. A lot of it lately, I started posting more stuff because I kind of took the summer off from brewing yeah. because it's hotter than blazes out here. Yeah. And, uh. Um, it's about to cool off after this hurricane. Oh, yeah. It's, it's about to be beer, beer making season. But we've all. Two out of three, two out of three last, two out of the last three Saturdays, I can't talk. Uh, we made beer out here. So I have what should have been five gallons in a keg in the keyser. Yeah. Um, I have five gallons in the fermenter of an IPA that I think you're going to really love. Ooh. And I got ingredients today for another batch of Oktoberfest because I promised several people that I was going to bring a keg of beer to tailgate at the race in Charlotte, September 30th. So what we're tasting today is what you're taking. Are you going to fix another? I'm going to try to replicate it, and we're going to be drinking it at 8 o'clock on a Sunday morning. You have my word. As long as (laughs) as as I don't have a baby. Five gallons of beer. As long as I don't have a baby, I will show up. For a little, a little bit, and I would document it for the for my YouTube page, yeah. the tailgating at Charlotte, because I need. Well, I need the race is at two. I, I, I think we're gonna start. We're gonna be, we're gonna be drinking by eight in the morning. But I can drive up there and not go to the race, right? Yeah. Of okay. Okay. It's just gonna be hell trying to. Well, it's gonna be hell getting in, not hell getting out. Nah, everybody. Do be I have there to pay for then. parking? No. Okay. Not in the past. You just gotta let me know where you are. Because yeah. I still, even if there's a baby, as long as we haven't had it within the past day or two. Yeah. Then I might still be able to go. Because you you saw my setup there, so all I need to yeah. do is take that take that uh, keg, put it in a hell. I could use that cooler over there. Put ice Just around. Put it, ice all around it. And then take my I have to take my CO two tank or or there are they make these little give. I might get one. Excuse me. 
they make they make these little gimmicks, the smaller version of CO2 yeah. for portable purposes. Gotcha. So I ain't got to haul all that crap around. Yeah. And then just take my little picnic tap, and we're rocking. And yeah. Rolling, before man. before we started the podcast, Jeff had a keg in here rolling it around, doing what to it? What'd you call it? I was uh, force carbonating it. Force carbonating it, so the, we could try uh, it on the podcast. Extreme force carbonating. It's like where you. If anybody makes beer or knows about beer, you'll get this. If not, then look it up. Yeah. I have um, no idea what you're talking about. Turn the CO2 up to about 40 PSI. Uh, hook it up to the keg. Roll it around on its side for about 10 minutes gently. And generally that'll throw enough carbonation in it that it's drinkable in about 15 minutes. Gotcha. The So how do you transition from a beer drinker to a beer maker? come a long way man uh, you have i remember i remember when we first started talking about this we first started talking about this on a new year's eve party it was either halloween or new year's eve party where pete one of our one of your better friends but i can say mutual friend pete and dave jeff's brother were talking about listen we need to invest in what uh, everything we need there's a there were okay i'm gonna get into details there is a package that we found online that was $250 that you could pay for, and it, it's everything you need to make your own beer. Do you remember this? Yeah, I do. Uh, and I think that was that was Halloween, I think. It was Halloween 2016? That was, yeah, maybe. Cause I, well, I started You've brewing. been making beer for over a year. Yeah, I started last summer or sometime last year. So it had to be Halloween. Yeah. And the only person that took this seriously was Jeff. Nobody else bought into it. I, no. I bought the whole thing by myself. Yeah. So, so out of no, like we were all we it was there were four of us. Me or I should I should say in order: Dave, Pete, Jeff, me. I forgot about that. That that is how it, and, how it started. I forgot. And we were like we're all we'll all throw in fifty dollars, which yeah. doesn't even matter. Like seventy five dollars, I think what it was. Yeah. Uh, and we'll get this thing, and then no follow up, which is the usual for when our, from our, from our drunken conversations on. Yeah. Halloween. Everybody's having yeah. a good time around the fire. Yeah. You and say a bunch of stuff. There's and no follow up, and then next thing you know, Jeff's like, "I bought, I bought a kit. I'm going to start, about making, to start beer. making beer." Yeah, and then you start. And I was here for one of them. I witnessed well, one of them. Right above you, if you look up, uh-huh. you, you see a little tiny little kettle. Yeah, that's what I started that's making. Start, it. And that's a little, it's a little that's white a little, thing. It's it? a little five gallon, paper thin, mm-hmm. you know, little kettle. And I made a lot of batches in that. I started with extract brewing. That's what a lot of people start out with. Yeah. Not everybody. Some people jump in all green, but so the extract is means you're not you're you're skipping over the mashing process. So you're basically just steeping some grains, and then you throw a bunch of uh, you heat you're heating water up, and you're throwing a bunch of uh, malt extract. So it's really concentrated uh, sugars, mm-hmm. and then so. Once you get that up to temp, you're basically at the same point that you would be after you spend an hour and a half with the reg- with the all grain system when you mash in. But the mashing in just saves is it, it, it's l- one, less room for error. One, yeah, less room for error because you're calculating everything and you're 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 doing it. You're so I'm about to do my third batch on all grain. I moved up to a big system, but yeah, I, I walk in and see a bunch of kegs. I and, have. Uh, old Anheuser-Busch kegs now that are, you know, the 15, standard, the 15 and a half gallon kegs 
they have the tops zipped off of them. They have holes drilled in them, so they have drains and you know in the bottom and uh, faucets. For the, and those of you watching, they're right behind the camera. They are. And if you go to the YouTube page, I'm shooting a thing called Behind the Podcast, where me and Jeff will talk about it. He's going to show us around his man cave. So uh, the Higgins compound. Yeah. So uh, so go go to the YouTube channel backslash one eight seven five nine two four three eight seven. I don't know if that's right. Just look up Tuesday's special podcast or Patrick Price and you'll see our the YouTube page. And you can see the full behind the scenes of Jeff's man cave. But the the one good thing about going to the bigger ones, I was telling mm-hmm. my, I had my buddy over here last time. I've actually he's been brewing for a long time and I D- is it Dave? Dave is still with yeah, yeah. yeah. And I go over to his house and brew with him all the time. But I need to go with you to his house. He he's got a, they got a nice place. It's out there in the, it's out there off of one fifty. Yeah. And like towards Morsville? Yeah. Okay. And it's uh He's got a hell of a. I've heard like he's, got a hell he's, of a garage. he's invited me out. Yeah, but I don't know him that well. Oh, it's like next time. It's, he, ne- next time you go, let me know. He knows you good enough him. from the gym. Yeah, he know. Yeah, he knows he me good enough that I can not, go out there. Would, you, I just want to go see his setup. It's his setup. So they, he has actual. He has a like a kind of a shop out behind his house. Nice. And it's got a single door, single garage door thing on it, but it's all concrete. It's a metal building. He built it himself. He has a homemade bar in there. I'm planning to do a bar in here, but it's going to be very small compared to what he's doing. Yeah. He has this big-ass bar. It's got a concrete top that they poured themselves. Nice. He's like, I a, saw that shit on YouTube. He's got a tower coming up. He's got three tap handles. It's crazy. That's awesome. The, the, the only thing he uses the shop for is he does a lot of woodworking. He's, he's good okay. with woodworking. He's yeah. got all the woodworking tools in there, a bunch of old wood. He does that, and he brews beer in there and drinks in there, obviously because he's got a bar. Yeah. But um, so I, that's the only that's the only three things well, you need a shop for. Yeah, I, I'm gonna eventually gonna build a little bar in here. Um, yeah, I remember you telling me that. Enough space to put the kegerator behind, so mm-hmm. I can put the tower up through it, and then where I'm are you at, gonna put it? Like right here? Yeah, and then I'm gonna have some storage behind it. You're gonna so keep the it, cabinets in the in yep. the cooler. Right? It's gonna be in front of that. I'm gonna have enough room to walk. Where are you behind. gonna put the TV? Right there. Okay, so you can sit right here and just watch it. Yeah, or I can open up the doors over there. Me and Jess are thinking about moving the fire pit out to here, so we can that, sit out here. That and might work. Out. Yeah, but what if you had? What if you? I don't know. What? What if you put, like, installed a, like you know the TVs have their set their setups. I know people like people watching can't see what I'm looking at. I'm looking at the. I'm I'm judging it by the key pounding. Which fits the name of the fucking thing. Uh, so if you had a TV set up right here where you can hang it, right? And then you had a set up hang, a hanger out there. So basically you buy two of the, two of the same, like, uh, what are they called? Like harnesses? That, I, I kind of want to leave the, I kind of want to get a hanger to where I can hang it on the wall. But I don't have to take the base off the TV. That's what I'm saying. So I can unhook it and I can just set it right next to the door. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, have, you, yeah. have you have you have you ever hung a TV before? Well, no, but they have. So, so they have those ones that, that have the arm that comes out. Well, no, the TV hanger is like you put up the the back pieces uh, and you clip it and just hang it. Okay. So you could put that out here and then you could put it out on the outside. So you can just unclip it from here uh, and hang yeah, it on the outside. Get what you're it's an idea. I'm just throwing it out there. You don't have to yeah. do it. That, Jet, that'd be a cool thing because I, I think like, eventually Jess is going to want a she shed. Fair enough. So, That's know. understandable. And hey, like 
Tell her to do a fundraiser. We can try to raise it up. <laughs> if we raise enough money on the Patreon backslash Patrick Price, I will get Je- Jess a she a she shed. As long as she lets me podcast. Have you and seen it, that state farm commercial or whatever? And it, it has an air conditioning unit in the window. <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're going to have an air conditioner. Are you I, putting one in here? I thought I was going to have one this summer. I didn't. Um, Where are you going to put it in the window? No. I'm gonna are you going to cut out right here? I'm going to cut a hole and mount it permanently in the wall over there. Um, nice. Because the windows have CPS security. has a cheap plug oh, for them. Yeah. So if I, if I leave the windows open, he's going to work. It cancels it out. Gotcha. Yeah. That's cool. That'd be fun. I can't wait till you have a TV out here. We can just hang out and like, I might watch the Panthers game with you Sunday. Bring the little uh, mini SNES Where, and the mini NES. What time is the Panthers game Sunday? I'm not gonna be here Sunday for probably at one. Damn it, Higgins. The, but I'll be here the third week. Okay, it's the third week it is. And it'll probably be cool. I'm off. Hell, I'm we might better watch well, it out here. Depending on if I have the kid or not. Whenever Baby G decides to make his appearance, that's what I gotta plan my life around. Baby Price. Baby Price. We call him Baby G because it's Garrison. Oh, uh, okay. Baby G. Baby G. But yeah. So, the like, like, like I said earlier, we're going to taste the Oktoberfest on camera and on the podcast before we take this thing home. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. So, now, what's your setup now? For? For beer making. Because, well, so I mean, you kind of got into it. You, we, you started with the five-gallon Yeah, so I, I started bucket. with this little bitty burner, mm-hmm. not firming it at all. Doing, That's what I've seen you make stuff Yeah, in. doing extract. And it's just you need a burner. You need a five-gallon kettle, which I got from mm-hmm. Northern Brewing. That's where I got the kit it's in from. Charlotte, right? No, oh, South, no. No, they're from the Midwest somewhere. Oh, you ordered online? Yeah. Okay. That's where I actually... Where do you, where do you get your ingredients from? We'll give them a shout-out. In Charlotte, if you're living in Charlotte, North Carolina... Where I get them right? now is from Alternative Beverage. Uh, I've, That's in Charlotte off South Boulevard, Well, right? there's three of them. Oh. Uh, histor- historically, I've always gone to the South Boulevard when mm. I went there again today because I can go on my lunch break from work. Yeah. But uh, two weeks ago, um, we went on Saturday because David mm. had always told me I need to check out... And some of the people from Cabrew, mm-hmm. they told me I need to go to the one in Cornelius... I've never been to Cornelius before, but uh, there's a alternative beverage. They, they out have there. different ingredients at different no, places. No, no, same oh, kind same. of stuff. It's just, but there's a guy named Larry out there. Oh, that and Larry points you in the right direction. Like Yoda of, of ah, brewing. Nice. And uh, I, the first time I met him, but, but you know what? It's in the. I've been going to the saucer for a long time. I've been going to a lot of you know drink a lot of pubs yeah. and stuff. He's like, have I met you before? You know, it was one of those, oh, yeah. one of those things. It was like, he's like, I'm he's sure like, you have, sir. He, he looked familiar, and I probably looked familiar to him, and we probably seen each other at the Flying Saucer or Little Roberts or mm-hmm. wherever, you know. Yeah. But um, he knows all the people in Cabrew, too, the Cabarrus Homebrewing Society gotcha. that I'm a member of. And there's a meeting this Thursday, Red Hill Brewing, Concord. I don't think I have anything to do Thursday. I'm not going to be there. God. Jeff. It's going to be the first meeting I missed. Um, but uh, Yeah, we'll, shit, we'll give them a shout out. Yeah. Cabrew, you tell them because you know more about it than I do. Cabrew's been around, I don't know how long it's been around. It's, it's been a while. but um, It's a pretty big group now, right? It is. We've been having 30 to 40 people That's awesome. a meeting. I need to start coming to that. We meet at Red Hill. So Justin Moore, yeah. your buddy, he mm-hmm. was at the last one. He's a member. He's been. He said he's been a member for a long time. Mm-hmm. Me and him were talking for a while. He came because he needed to pay his dues, but he's a good also dude. he is. 
Also, one of the the, the guy who started the the guy who started Cabrew, his name's Ford. Ford something. Mm-hmm. Ford. Is his Cra- real name Ford? His name's Ford Craven. No shit. Him and him. That's and, his real name. Him and two other guys. Hold on, that's his real name. That's his real name, Ford Craven. Dude. I'd seen him. At, that's in the running for best name ever. Yeah. Ford well, Craven. Well, this gets even better. Okay. He announced at that meeting that he and two other guys are starting the newest brewery in Cabarrus County. Oh, in Canapolis? Concord. Con- where, what's it it's called? It's called Southern Strain Brewing. Southern Strain. I like it's that. It's going to be right outside of downtown Concord. He's the founding member of Cabrew. Um Justin's one of his good Ford friends. Ford fucking Craven. And I can't get over that shit. I'm I'm gonna go support them just based on the owner's name. Oh well, I, yeah. Cool, well, I will. I need to come to these things. Any any well well the, the beauty of it. So what to what? How much is the like? Give the people twenty dollars a year. Okay, so that's not bad. That's and and you get, and you get all this insight so into you get brewing. insight. You meet a lot of good friends. Can or, you be? Can you be a member of even if you don't brew? Of course. Like, can I just be like a supporting? Yep. I'm the I'm the supporting member of the Higgins Brawl. <laughs> You can yeah you can Faction. do that. There's a lot of other events you get invited to if you remember. Really, they so at every meeting we meet, um, we had go over you know just the normal stuff and then everybody brings so most people bring beer. Uh huh. And they put it on. They table. make. They make yeah. their beer. Okay. And I'm gonna need you to make me beer to bring. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Get you get you get you some kind of different different device I'm that buy I'm carrying. Some beer and pour it into another. Can- get some like- kind of different device that I'm hollered in, so I think it's yours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but well, after we're after our quick little meeting, we everybody's got their beer on a table over there, and everybody brings a little tasting. What does the meeting consist of? Um, Just like talking about. Well, different well we, you know, we have we have we have a president, uh-huh. we have a treasurer, we like have, a formal meeting. Yeah. So well, like, the, the formal meeting consists of, so there's a little bitty amplifier, guitar amplifier that somebody brings, and they uh-huh. plug a mic into. Gotcha. And there's about 40 people sitting around drinking beer that they bought at the Red Hill Bar. See, I could be that guy. I could be the guy that provides the sound. And this. then, um, you know, Steve Probst is our president right now, great guy. We uh, the, the, we they, they always raffle stuff off too. Ooh. So like last meeting, for example, it was a fifty-pound scale, hmm. like digital scale. Yeah. You know, like the way hops or way yeah. grain out on. Yeah. You know, if you go to if you go to Alt Bev and you, you're doing all grain, they have stuff like that. that you know, you got to measure. How what does that usually out. run? Fifty pounds. I don't know. Hundred dollars. To get a good one, probably. I mean, so, maybe fifty to a hundred. Yeah. So you pay twenty dollars. So you have, pay twenty dollars a year to possibly win. And then they, like, one day they gave away a keg like that. One okay. day they gave away an eight gallon um, bucket thing. Eight gallon kettle. Yeah. They give away carboys to ferment stuff in, like that thing that was yeah. behind the keg over gotcha. there. Mm-hmm. They give away, you know, whatever. It's uh. That's it, cool though. And after the short little meetings over. Um, guests are welcome. You, can, you don't have to be a join. You can you can come be a guest. I do if I if I show up, I'm a join. That's just to, just to support the ke- yeah. the Kebru because I drink a lot of beer in Concord and or Cabarrus um, County, I should say. Then after the meeting, we all just everybody brings their little taster glass. Like if you've ever been to a, you know, they have all these beer festivals and stuff in Charlotte yeah. now and Salisbury everywhere else. So the, well, they, they give you this little probably it's like a double shot glass. Yeah. 
instead of like beer tasters everybody brings their little glass and mm -hmm. i have a bunch sitting right over here we can we can show yeah. gotcha and uh, is it these right here those are from commoners actually yeah it's this commoners on it i believe but they're about that size and uh everybody gets samples everybody's beer and the people who actually want feedback on it they have feedback cards they can put out oh and, that's and, cool and it, it's only if you want it, you know, if you yeah. want feedback on it from everybody. Some people have been brewing a long time. Yeah. Some people, like me, have been new. brewing very short. Some people are brand new. Mm -hmm. Some people own breweries, like the people, the, Thomas, the guy who owns, he's a co-owner of Commoners. He yeah. comes all the time. Mm -hmm. Steve, the guy, one, one of the co-owners of Cabarrus, yeah. he was at the last meeting. Steve's a good dude, too. He is. Uh, there's... Official sponsor of the Tuesday Special Podcast. Most the the, the two guys who own Cabarrus. Actually, there's two out of three guys who own Thirsty Nomad. Uh huh. They're at almost every meeting. Was the English guy there, or yeah. the Scottish guy? Is he they're, Scottish they're, or English? I think he's English. Yeah, he's a he's he, a trip. Dude. He's at almost every meeting. Okay. And their brewery's in Charlotte, South yeah. Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. So does uh, the other guy got short dark hair? It's like their head brewer. They both have gray brew. Well, yeah, the short guy. Yeah, the. The that, short, dark-haired guy. Yeah, he, like he's brewer. the third owner, I okay, believe. Yeah, gotcha. You had the two older gentlemen, and then you have that guy. Um, he's been there before, too. Um, and Con Thomas at Commoners, they have something cool that they've been doing now. So Thomas teaches a program at RCCC. I remember you telling me it's about that. It's a brewing class. And so it, it culminated, the class ended in April. Well, whenever they had the... Part of the class is they have to brew, so he teaches them how to brew on on his system at Commoners Brewing in in Concord. Uh -huh. It's on, but it seems like Canapolis, but technically it's in yeah. Concord. Yeah. And he, he did it in April, so he had all the well any any volunteers from Cabra who wanted to come out there. We all brewed on the deck. We used the nice. same ingredients. Mm -hmm. Now everybody had a dis different system. Yeah. And all the same, and we, we all threw it in the same fermenter. Yeah. And then we actually got to. Uh, Come and pick up the five gallons whenever it was ready. Oh, that's awesome. He's going to do another one in October. I don't know the date. Yeah. But uh, I'll if I'm not out of town, I'll be there with the new setup brewing. Nice. That's that was cool. that was a fun time, man. That's cool. The uh, when, when we when I know we've mentioned RCCC a few times. What we're talking about is the community college in the Concord Salisbury area. That's Rowan Cabarrus Community College. Used to, back in the day, it used to be called Rowan Tech, Rowan, Rowan Technical, Tech. but now it's yeah. Rowan Cabarrus Community College. Have you? I graduated. I, I graduated from there. I graduated from there. That's my first. My that's my first. That was degree. my first degree. Yeah. You have a, you have another one, but yeah. The difference in how nice that college is now, oh, both campuses compared to when I've been we to went. Both too, yeah, yeah. It's insane. The one in Salisbury. Have you seen the one in Salisbury? Since they I, built the new, I've seen the it. New I, I ride by it all the time. I haven't, I haven't been in the new building. I haven't been in it, but I've seen it from the outskirts. And then I haven't been in Cabarrus. I haven't been in the. the I've Concord been in the Concord, one. Concord in a few times. It's been, uh, golly, four or five years since I've been in there. The Concord one, but I, I went to both because I started out going to the Salisbury one. But then once I got that job for uh, this company, I'm still work for. I started going to the one in Concord because it was on the way to work, you know, so yeah. it's closer. But. All right, so we talked about we talked about military, we talked about beer. Now, about how many years have you been going to WrestleMania with me? First one was. Was the first one New Orleans? First the first one New, New Orleans. Orleans. 
So it's got to be five years. So that was five years ago. Have you went every year? Nope. I skipped the next one. It was in uh, California. Okay. I, so I didn't, didn't go to that go, one, but, I, but, but I've been to Texas. I've been to everyone since. So to give people some kind of some context to what we're about to talk about, I have a company called High Spots that I go out and do uh, live production for at WrestleMania. It's a separate thing called WrestleCon, WrestleCon.com. It's one of the best conventions, wrestling conventions, like bar none. Only happens once a year. Only happens once a year, yeah. uh, the weekend of WrestleMania in the city that WrestleMania is in, uh, run by HighSpots.com. Uh, it's a great, like, if, you, if you're going to go to a wrestling convention – Go to WrestleCon it's because it's one the of the most best. well-run co- wrestling yes. convention. You and can it's go insane to. how many stars and how many because and everybody's how, in how town for WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so Jeff, in like we said about five years ago, in New, we went to New Orleans for the first time. Obviously, it's New Orleans. It was my first time going to New Orleans. Was it your first time? To go? No, first you, time was it? I, even being no, you weren't stationed in Louisiana. I, I had to go to Polk, but that's that's another story. But yeah, but yeah that, that's not that's not anywhere near. So New Orleans, our first yeah. time in, in in New Orleans. So Jeff couldn't pass it up, and I invited him to come out, and he said yes. So he he's and then he got addicted and missed missed San Jose, but been to Dallas, Miami. Did you go to Miami? Miami was before that. Was Miami before New Orleans? I wanted to go. You but went to Orlando. I wanted to go to Miami, but somebody didn't invite me. You'd be glad you didn't go to Miami. <laughs> Miami was the worst. I hate Miami. I was supposed to drive. No down offense to anybody that lives in Miami yeah. or anybody that loves Miami. I don't like Miami. Uh, not. I've never had a good experience in Miami. Uh, did you go? You been, went, did you I, go to Orlando? Yeah, I saw, to, I've been to New Orleans. Uh huh. Dallas. Dallas. Orlando. Orlando. New Orleans. New Orleans again. Yeah. Yeah. So you've been to four. Four out of five. Last five years. What is your favorite memory? From, I, I, I think I just put it in my head. Your favorite memory from. We can do one of two things. You, my, my, you choose, my, fa- my favorite. You, you choose. My favorite you wrestling want, memory. You want your favorite memory from each trip, or your favorite memory Let's altogether? Do each, trip. each trip. All right. So first, New Orleans in 2013. Was it 13 or 14? I don't know the year, but um, 13 or I think it was 13. My favorite memory just was, you know, I've been watching wrestling my whole life, uh, like as you have. Mm-hmm. We <laughs> grew up going to NWA stuff around here. Mm-hmm. Woo! Good flair. Um, so, favorite wrestling, probably favorite memory. It, it was just, I mean, we had a lot of good times in had New Orleans. Had to be Orleans, the entire event of WrestleMania 30. Daniel Bryan, that, that main event in WrestleMania 30 was still probably that was probably the best one I've ever seen. So, yeah, that was that was the best one I've ever seen. That was the wrestling show that took me back to being a twelve year old watching wrestling. And we had killer seats for that. Oh, we had killer seats, <laughs> and the story behind it is even better. That we'll get into. You know what? We'll tell the story on the behind the scenes. Yeah. The BTP behind the podcast episode on YouTube. Uh, just search Patrick Price or Tuesday Special Podcast. But. uh how we got, how we ended up where we were for that show, but the Shield walked out right beside of us. Yeah, yeah, right beside us. And we got to see probably one of the best WrestleManias ever. And that was your first. Yeah, my first Still WrestleMania. Still the best one I've been to. My first WrestleMania was in Atlanta, and I sat in a suite. That was a big good one too. And I remember it was in the Georgia Dome, and when The Rock came out, it was the first time I've ever been in anything that packed. When The Rock came out. It was like a wave because the main event was Rock versus John Cena. I can't remember what year it was, 
uh, but the wave of sound well, the, 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 when the, it came around. The Rock was at New Orleans, too. Yes. Yeah, because we had, we had Hogan, we had Steve Austin. And The Rock. And The Rock in the same ring. Which comes full circle, <laughs> right? Because you, you fast forward five years until this yeah. past year, yeah. and you're in, New, you're in New Orleans, and who do you meet? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. I have the picture right up here, I believe, somewhere. You, Do you? Well, I'm pointing, you can't see it, but... Um, yeah. I'll put it up. I'll put it up on the face. Yeah. But yeah, which was awesome. As as my, my wife calls it, my fucking man crush. But, yes. Uh, cause hey, I, cause because if you're going to have a man crush, that's a good man crush. I, I, I'm a diehard Austin fan. I listen to his podcast twice a week. I have an hour drive each way, so that that definitely helps to pass the time on at least half the week. But anyway, not to digress. Before we get to Dallas, <clears throat> to show you how good of a person Mike is, the guy that runs High Spots or that owns High Spots, he yeah. set, he set a time. Well, Jeff Jeff was around Austin for like an entire day, weren't you? No. When did you you met, you didn't meet him the same time I met him? I met him Sunday morning. You yeah, before he did pictures Sunday morning. That was the only so time I met him. I met him at the end whenever he was about to, to leave. Meet him, yeah. Okay, so Mike's like set a time Mike allotment. Was awesome. Yeah. Either before or after Sunday, where people that worked the convention could go meet Steve Austin, and it, it couldn't have been better. Super awesome. I still have my middle finger picture. I wish I'd have done that. I, I don't. That, uh, have you, you know that uh, story, don't you? I, like, I, I was fucking cheesing. Oh, right dude, now. I walked in and I was like. And he's like, you a big son of a bitch. And I was like, yes, sir. I, I guess so. And he's like, yeah. He's like, you picture? And I was like, yeah. And he just goes. And I just went. Nice. Not thinking of anything. That was like, a good picture there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, like, not thinking of, like, I'm going to post this on Facebook. Uh, like, probably, like, all my friends will see this because I'll show it to everyone. My family will see it. It's just me. <laughs> But that's the influence. But if they, if they that's, know, the, if, that's the power of Stone Cold Steve Austin. If they know the other guy in the picture, then they will understand. Yeah, yeah, yes. exactly, so, yeah. exactly. I sent I sent it to my mom right because I took it with my phone. <laughs> I sent it to my mom right after. I sent it to three people right after it happened. Uh, was one you that sent it to you? Yeah, I, have, I, sent, I probably have. It I on sent my it phone. to you yeah. first because I knew you had met him that morning. Then I sent it to my mom. Then I sent it to uh, Katie, my girlfriend. <laughs> And uh, Katie goes, awesome. You go, fucking awesome. And my mom goes, is that Steve Austin? <laughs> no, mom. No, it's a, it's a guy that looks like Steve Austin. He's a hell of a stunt double. <laughs> yeah. God dang. But, uh, okay, so enough of my stories. So, Dallas. Dallas. Oh, my God. Visiting um, Gas Monkey Garage. <laughs> That was cool. That was cool. That was, uh, that was know, fun. I don't know if that was the favorite, but that was very cool. We partying, we, 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 partying hard. We took a took an Uber out the gas monkey. Yeah, and then the Uber driver actually stayed, and he wanted to get a t shirt as well. So he he, he went in and got a t shirt. And, and so, drove he, us back. so he drove us back. <laughs> uh, Dallas is fun. Dallas is cool. Dallas city. was okay. Plus, WrestleMania. plus we had we had premium uh, area to stay in. We were at True. the Hyatt Regency True. on like the 30th floor, yeah. 20th. I, I don't know how tall that place is. And they had the glass elevator elevators. We so every a, time we go down, I got so sick. We had a suite though. We did. Did we? We had a suite. That's suite. true. Yes, because uh, Spud was in her suite <laughs> when we first got there. 
Spud had yeah. come and tried to commandeer our, our uh, hotel Tried to commandeer our, our, the living, like we had the bedroom part. Said, eh, so we, eh. Yeah. Knock on the. <laughs> so anybody who doesn't know, he he's, uh, I can't remember his name in WWE now. He's a 205 manager. He's a 205 manager. He's now I with. Mean, uh, general manager, yeah. Yeah, he's now with, I, I saw a picture of him. <laughs> I don't watch WWE, but he was with uh, the Authors of Pain. Yeah, but uh, his his name in, in TNA was Spud, or his wrestling name before WWE I don't was know his Spud. Name, yeah, I can't think of his name uh, either. I can see it, but I can't think of it. <laughs> so we get to our hotel, our suite, and Corky, the infamous Corky, who is who has agreed to be on the podcast. Oh, that'll be a good one. Yes, that'll be a good one. So that I gotta might be get the him. first one I listen to. I gotta get him. You're not gonna listen to this one, Joe? Okay. <laughs> Probably not. But uh, Corky uh, was with us, and Corky who doesn't take no for an answer at all goes i'm pretty sure we're supposed to have both things because we got a suite and this is just a bedroom so he knocks on the door because we have the joining doors the two doors that open to each other knocks on the door (laughs) and the door opens and it's spud in a towel (laughs) and he walks in he's like hi mate he's english like (laughs) he's he's from england (laughs) and he's like oh i'm so sorry i thought this was mine blah blah blah. let me get my things and i'll so he gets his things packed up and leaves. And like, but the funny part is he shuts the door, and I look at Joel, and I look at Corky, and I look at Jeff, and I go, was that Spud from TNA? <laughs> and Joel goes, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Only at WrestleCon. <coughs> Only at WrestleCon. Yeah. yeah. So Dallas' favorite memory? Golly. I don't you know, didn't maybe. party with Teddy Hart like Joel. The, uh, fun, the best, one of the best parts, you watched Sarah WrestleMania with Joel. Right, yeah. We we had um, y'all had good seats. Yeah, we we so had mediocre seats. If it would have been a Cowboys game, we would have been front row, about fifteen yard line. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I can describe it in the in Cowboys Stadium. But but you guys so, had perfect like perfect shot of the stage when people walked. Oh out. yeah, yeah. We were right by that. We um. The Rock tried to shoot you with his flamethrower. He did. He did. We got to see firsthand the, the Bootios box, mm-hmm. the gigantic cereal box. Uh, the Hell in a Cell, the Shane jumping off that some bitch. We had we had a good view of that. That was ridiculous. Uh, ridiculous. But the best part about that, this is why, like, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but Ryan, I won't, I won't get in the details, but Ryan said he might try to make it to New York. I hope he does. Awesome. But the best part about that is being with somebody who's experiencing it for the first time. Like Dutch, was it yeah. Orlando? Dutch Orlando, yeah, yeah was yeah, the first yeah, time. Yeah. But we weren't with. Were you were with him? Were you with him? No, no. I, Dutch bought his own ticket. I sat so. by myself in Orlando. Well, I, I sat with well, Corky. Well, I say I sat by myself, but you know how I wrestled. But you had a better freaking seat than any of us, dude. I had great. No, y'all had good seats. I, I, no, I sat, we had a light in our eyes the entire time. I sat lower level. Uh, mid row, right, just just probably just right to the edge of where the pillars were. You know, you, you know, for an outdoor stadium, yeah. they have those pillars to cover the ring. I was just to the right of them, but I was actually sitting with some really cool dudes. Every dude, they were that's the thing about wrestling. They shows. were betting on everything. Oh, that's amazing! So I, I won like two or three free beers just betting yes. betting on matches. So like, so they're like, you know, somebody's coming out. So everybody's taking a bet. Who's gonna win? <laughs> And I bet this, and sure enough, we we're betting beers, you know? Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> well, $8 beers at the Hell ballpark. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, but still, we that was fun. 
And I said it was, it was complete strangers, but they were wrestling oh, that's fans. The beauty, that's the beautiful part yeah. of wrestling shows, is that any wrestling event you go to, you'll make friends because they're wrestling fans. Yep. Especially something like that. The like Casual fans don't go to WrestleMania because no, it costs too much. Uh, so we got Dallas, we got Orlando. I got to go back to New Orleans real quick. Okay. We actually went to Raw yes. at New Orleans. And saw the Ultimate Warriors final speech. Right, the day before he died or two yeah. days before he died. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was crazy. But we yeah, we were there. Yeah, you got free tickets to Raw. We did. We were sitting upper level, but... They still good seats. In, in a basketball arena. Yeah. It's not that bad. Yeah. And so we had Orlando. That's the only time we've been to Raw. Really? Ever? We were going to go in Dallas, but the national title game was on that night. And we decided, that, was, that was a good time, though. And we decided not to. Watching the national title game was a good time. And... <laughs> Joel, like me and Joel, were like, oh, we don't give a shit because yeah. we're not Carolina fans. Oh, check this! I remember something else from Texas. So that same night, we ordered Papa John's. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, yeah, tell this story. Tell sorry this story. to throw you in the bus, Papa John's. But, yeah. um, no, they made it right. Yeah, no, no, they no. no the, right. the, the pizza was <laughs> pizza was made correctly. So <laughs> any of you guys out there, chime in to Patrick. This is amazing. Yeah. So that Patrick right on. Uh, I think at Patrick Wright eighty three on, you on Twitter. We ordered two larges, right? Something give or take, yeah. something like that. Something like that. Well, one of them was perfect, fine. Mm-hmm. The other one had the perfect ingredients. They didn't cut the damn thing. We got a entire pizza delivered to a hotel room with with. We don't have a kitchen, so we don't have any knives. We don't have any forks. We don't have anything. So we're. <laughs> We're just like tearing the damn big ass whole pizza apart. It all worked out. But, I, but no, don't don't skip over the fact that you caught out Papa oh, John's yeah, on Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah, I caught him out on Twitter. You caught him out um, on Twitter, and they responded. Well, not not instantly, but pretty within damn, twenty minutes. Pretty damn close. They responded to me and refunded all my money. That was the second time that weekend. You know what the first time was? I know. I know. A funny we story uh, from we, that we, we were at the Ring of Honor show. Uh huh. In the, the same hotel we were staying at, yeah, in Dallas, and we ordered Jimmy John's, and you know, freaky fast. I love Jimmy John's. I still go to Jimmy I do John's this. to this day. I forgot about that. It took them like an hour and a half to deliver <laughs> our food, and they're like a mile away. I remember like <laughs> two two things I remember, especially with you talking about that, is I remember when we went to the ring. That, this was the first Ring of Honor show that I didn't help out. So right. I didn't have anything they set to all do. stuff like, up. When, yeah. we were, when we were in New Orleans last time, you like me and you did security for him. That was the first New Orleans. That was the first New Orleans. <laughs> uh, but like this time, I showed up and Excalibur's there from PWG. Yeah. And I start talking to him, and I am fucking hammered, like hammered drunk, and I'm me and him are having this hammered conversation of yelling and like just. I'm professing my love for PWG and what they do, and what. And in the middle of the conversation, I realize like I'm hammered. I'm making an ass out of myself, so I stop the conversation immediately and just walk back over to you. <laughs> <laughs> like in the middle, in the middle of him, like me being like, "Listen, PWG is the reason I started Evo, my company." Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And he says, uh, "Oh, that's amazing. I'm glad you like it." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Thank you, Excalibur." And I just <laughs> walk off. But Steel is one of the nicest guys ever. I love him to death. You know, do you know him? I don't. You know, you know him. But if you I saw him, him, if I saw him, he wears a mask in yeah. front of everybody, but he doesn't yeah. have his mask on. But uh, that Ring of Honor show—the first time it's New Orleans. The second, the second thing I remember 
is when we were going to go down and check out downtown Dallas. <laughs> and Jeff had signed up for Uber for the first time ever and got a free ride. Because when you sign up for Uber, you get a free ride. So Jeff sends me a link. He's like, Patrick, sign up for Uber. When we go to downtown Dallas, we can get a free ride. So Jeff sends me the link, and I start signing up for Uber. And halfway through, I realize I'm signing up to be a driver for Uber. <laughs> I'm like Jeff, uh, you sent me the link for the Gina driver for, for Uber. How that work out? And uh, and I didn't complete it. And to this day, every week I get an email from Uber saying, "Complete your driver's it's your driver's like information." Years, it's been like three years. <laughs> That's amazing. But yeah, but yeah, I think we covered everything. What do you think, Jeff? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Was man. this fun? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed we it. We got. How we're gonna. You? I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a hard cut whenever I hit my hand, and when we come back, we'll have the Oktoberfest ready. Yeah. Is that a thing? Is that going to be a thing? Yeah. You're, are you ready? Yeah. So hard cut, as soon as I hit my hand, we're going to come back. And we're going to have the Oktoberfest ready. We're going to taste it right here to finish out the this edition, episode six of the Tuesday Special Podcast. Sounds good. Ha! Hard cut. All right, we're back. If you're watching, Jeff is pouring his Oktoberfest right now into my glass. This is a Higgins Brawl Oktoberfest 2018 beer. I'm not. I'm not going to taste it until you. I'll let you sit down and get back to your mic. Go Panthers! Keep pounding. Here at the pound at compound. All right. Once again, I apologize for the fan, but it's just too way too freaking hot in here to not have the fan rolling. All right, so wait, you got get your headphones on. All right, so scoot you over to the microphone, Jeff. All right, so tell us how. Hold on, hold on, hold. On, oh, you smell it? Smell of it. Oh, it smells delicious. What? So, so tell us what consists of making this beer. How how do you how do you make a, an Oktoberfest beer? Is that too detailed? Do you want to know how how I made it? Well, I don't like like what's the what? Just I give piece, us a quick quick so quickly I, the the ingredients to make it, uh, or is it in the hops that you got? Like it have to, it has to do with hops. Does well, have to do with the grain. Like what affects the most? What if what's the, has the biggest effect on the taste of a beer? I would say the the hops um, used. That's not it. That's the IPA. Yeah, I only have the IPA. Sorry, on my phone. he didn't. He didn't. He to his credit, he didn't know that I was going to throw him this question. Nope, this is it. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't give out my recipe. Okay, so don't. But give no, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But no, just answer. Just I'm answer kidding. the question of. So. Like what? What affects the taste of a beer the most? Well, in your in your opinion, in your time of. I'm just getting. I'm just getting started in the. You know the 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 crafting of of recipes for brews. Um, so what's the I, difference? I, what's the difference in an IPA and a and a Oktoberfest? Well, I bounce a lot of stuff off David Stillwell. Okay. And I pieced this Oktoberfest together based on different ones that I've tried. Okay. And uh, I I said I pieced it together based on a couple of the recipes. I did do some stuff to make it my own. But you know See, that's it, that's what's important. That is so. I mean, it's got you know it's got your traditional two row malt in it. It's got your Vienna malt. It's got a lot of caramel malts in it, and that's what gives it a lot of color. 
See, it's I like, like it. an amber brown. Oh, it's got a beautiful color to it. It's got it, a beautiful uh, scent to it too. And it's got tetanang hops, so it's not it's not super. It's not a hoppy beer. It's not going to be one that you're really going to. Yeah. You know, it, it's not going to give you that bitter taste. This mm-hmm. is more. You know, I wouldn't say red oakish, but I mean it's more smooth drinking. Vienna lager slash. I mean, it's it's not a it's not a true Oktoberfest. It's a, an Oktoberfest is a lager. It's an Oktoberfest ale version. Gotcha. Which means which I that, like. It means that I didn't I didn't like lager it at um, thirty thirty two degrees for gotcha six weeks. But hey, why it's not? It's got great color, man. Ladies and gentlemen. Higgins Bra 2018 Oktoberfest. Let's taste it for the first time. Cheers, brother. Oh, that's got a great taste to it. Smooth, dude. Hell yeah, smooth. It's not hop. It's not hoppy at all. Like I said. No, it's that's got... like. For this Ooh. one, most of the hops are added at the front end of the, of the brew of the bit of the brew. Yeah. Like. For that IPA I did, mm-hmm. it was it had a little bit at the front and God, it had so a good. lot of hops at the end, and then once I threw it in the fermenter, I threw more hops in. So that's the difference. Um, the style of hops, the the brand of hops, the in the time you put them in, like this one had like a like you know some added at the sixty minute, right when you're beginning to boil, and that's Dude, it. So. That's good. I get a little bit more carbonation on it. Distill. Still. Like you can It'll tell. Be killer. Yeah. Oh my god, that's got a good taste. Hell it's a, yeah. It's dude. an easy drinking beer. Hell man. yes, an easy drinking beer. I could drink this all day. All day, all night. Well, I'm about to try to replicate it this Thursday. Is this what you're taking to the speedway? Yeah. Five Game gallons. On. Game on. Five gallons. Jeff, it's been a pleasure, man. I'm glad I got you on. Yeah, man. Thank you, buddy. Thank you for the beer. Sure. Thank you for the for the Higgins kind the key pound in arena. <laughs> and yeah so uh if you if you like the episode you can listen to all the past the past five episodes this is episode six uh at tuesday special on itunes uh go to go to youtube our youtube page uh, just search patrick price uh, or tuesday special and you can see uh one through four there's no episode five video because my video messed up but one through four you can watch the videos and you can watch the video for this one on our youtube channel uh, follow me on Facebook, Patrick Price, or follow Higgins Bra on Facebook, yeah. the Higgins Bra page. Yeah, Higgins Bra. Uh, because once again, like he said earlier in the episode, it's almost beer making season. Can- I've been trying to get him to bottle it and ship it out, but I don't know what kind of licenses and shit you need for that. So we're not going to do it. But if you live in the Concord Charlotte area, we're going, dude, I'm telling you, once I get 20 uh, Patreon subscribers, or not subscribers, but uh, like supporters. I'm gonna I'm gonna start a beer club. We'll you want to help me out with this with yeah. this bitch? I'll like you we're gonna start we're gonna start the Tuesday special beer club. So you with Patreon you can do two dollars, five dollars, or ten dollars. I don't care how much you give. Like one of me and Jeff's goals that we've always had was to have a beer club that we just meet up at breweries once a month or maybe yeah, even twice absolutely. a month. We'll pick a brewery or we'll let the Patreon people. The Patreon supporters they pick a pick brewery. brewery yeah. You can pick a brewery, and we're going to go meet there and have beer and talk and chit-chat. We'll document it. Might even record a podcast. I don't know. The possibilities are endless. But, uh, yeah, so go check us out. Support us. Uh, listen to the podcast. Leave a review on iTunes, like Sai's going to tell you at the end of the podcast. And, yeah, So, but thank you for listening. Uh, we got more beer to drink, some more 
Higgins Bra Oktoberfest 2018 to drink. And check out YouTube because this is the first episode that has the Behind the Podcast episode with me and Jeff. So, Jeff, thank you again, man. It was a pleasure. Thanks people, for having me, man. People can listen to this, and if they want to get into beer making or if they want to get into the military or if they're big fucking Panther fans. Reach out to me. Reach out. Jimmy Waxall, a.k.a. Jeff Higgins. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, man. Thank you for listening to... Tuesday special podcast. Subscribe on iTunes and leave a like on this video and um and comment down below. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, mate. <laughs> oh my god.